That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alien Nation, the newcomer podcast. I'm your host, Mike, along with my great and wonderful brother, Kenny. Hello, everybody. Great and wonderful. Oh, nice. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Today, we're discussing the second TV movie called Body and Soul. It originally aired on October 10th, 1995. We're discussing part two of this TV movie. It's directed by Kenneth Johnson, and writers are Andrew Schneider, Diane Frovlo, Renee Longstreet, and Harry Longstreet. Chore book, uh, the special section. Albert told me a little. The worst instincts of your race and mine. From the basest of compulsions, sometimes comes the monster. Chore book. On the ship, slaves just disappeared. There were stories of unspeakable experiments. You said Chore book's dead. We were told he died in the crash. Could the giant have been part of the experiments? It's possible. George, what I don't understand is how the giant is connected to the little girl. If he's the father, who the hell's the mother? This is our episode summary. When a mysterious child is found, many believe she could be a half-human and half-Tectonese child. Dun-dun-dun. Ooh, you like that. (laughs) Matt and George, with Kathy's help, investigate where this child came from and who her parents may be. The child appears to have a very odd relationship with a large Tectonese man. Meanwhile, Matt and Kathy decide to move their relationship to the next step, which results in an injury. They realize that they need to attend an interspecies sex class before becoming intimate. Buck distresses his parents by his anti-human opinions. She's failing, George. Cardiac and respiratory rates are up. Blood pressure's down. Why? I don't know. Her physiological status is unknown. She's very difficult to evaluate. Her arterial oxygen saturation is normal for a newcomer, but it would be fatal to a human. Well, the giant is still out. I had blood tissue and culture samples taken. They're on the way over now. What about Grazer? The hospital's gotten a court order. I've told them that they can't move her. Good. Is it possible the giant is the child's father? Of course. I've already started some DNA testing. It's also possible the giant was a patient of Chorbok. Yes particularly after the images that Albert described. And if he is the father, perhaps further testing can help identify the mother. It could. All right, for our cast, we have Terry Trejas returning as Kathy Frankel. We have Jeff Marcus as Albert Einstein. Eric Pierpoint as Detective George Francisco. We have Ron Fazler as Captain Brian Grazer. We have Gary Graham as Detective Matt Sykes. And Michelle Scarabelli as Susan Francisco. Also returning, Laura Woodland as Emily Francisco. Sean Six as Buck Francisco. And Ginny Gago as Beatrice Zepeda. And now for our guest cast, we have Marva Hicks as Balboa. Miguel Perez as Castell. Jeff Austin as John Paul Jones. Glenn Morshower as Penn. Ben Martin as Phil Dirt. <laughs> Rick Davis as Man Number One. I love those ones. I still can't get Man Number One. That's of course. Just funny. Uh, we have Peter McKinman as Pilot. 
Zilla Female as Cop. We have Daniel Chados as B&A Guard. Ned Van Zat as Tech Number 2. Paul Terrip as Smithford. Richard Chanel as Attendant slash Assassin. Tiny Ron as Giant. Harry Longstreet as Off-Duty Cop. Ooh, that's the writer. Ooh, I say, isn't that a writer? Yeah, that's it is. Kinda, kinda, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and we have Zane Graham as Boy in the Hospital. My mother overcame so much. She accomplished so much. Were you close with her? Not particularly. You've uh, given up a lot. Miss Tivoli, do you know what your mother did on the ship? Is this related to her death? We think her murder may involve a, a survivor from special section. My mother's disease. Her good work here on Earth. She tried to give penance. For what? My mother should be remembered for what she did here. If you can forget what she was, I may be able to help you. Yes. Aboard the ship, she was Cleason Soon. An overseer? She worked in special section. Her name was Vessant. Trouble's second in command. She believed that Chorbok's work would advance our species, would save us from suffering and disease. Later, she wanted to create a purely mental being, a being free from the baser needs of the body, a mind and a soul free to learn, to create, to explore. Well, if the giant is an example of her handiwork, I'd say she fell a little short. Unfortunately, she did. You should investigate a man named Roger Benson. All right, so now we're going to be discussing part two of Body and Soul. What did you think? Okay, I don't know if you saw me. Probably about 15 minutes through the second half, I went like a mind-blowing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, lots of action, lots of... And I didn't remember a lot of it. I mean, I knew some of the storyline. I knew that they were one person, the the girl and the giant. But that's so we'll really talk about I that. I didn't know yeah. about that. Let me, t- let me tell you what, people. If you listen to the last podcast, that portion of it that was fantastic, tenfold, man. Yeah. This is just... Holy sh**. Ties everything together. It was just amazing. Amazing. Mind blown. All right, so let's go ahead and just start uh, with this second half. So um, we start off with where we ended, where they got word of... That's funny. We start off where we ended. <laughs> I like that. It's good. No. We started off where we ended. We started off... <laughs> where, the, where the last episode ended. Do you remember where that was? Oh. So we started off with Charbrock. Where uh, George is explaining to Matt what Chabrock is and who he is and how he's this horrible overseer, Tank Denise, who experimented on his people uh, in the special section. Yep. Um, so, you know, it's, it's horrifying. He can't believe he's still alive. And you know something's going on. Something deeper, you know. Something bigger. Something, yeah, something bigger is going on here. So... Uh, we find out. They go and talk to the Dr. Uh, Travoli. They go and talk, they to, talk her to her daughter. Yeah. And you find out that Travoli 
she's repenting. That's why she's doing so much good here on Earth. Is she's repenting, and George and Matt are like, "Well, mm-hmm. Tervoli's daughter says I can only tell you as long as you yeah, if you remember her, you for remember what her for what she's here. done here." Yes, and George is like, "Okay." okay. Yeah, and man, she was a bad lady. <laughs> yeah, bad you find lady. out she's a klesazun or a overseer, and she's Chabrock's second, second in command. In command. <laughs> yeah, the Sot is her yep. name, and she's second in command. Bad. So yeah. she's, but she did try to repent, like I said, and that's why she's doing. She is doing good here, but she was horrible. And like you know, George says, if he would have known, he probably would have. Oh, he would have killed her right then. And <laughs> yeah, he would have killed her. He was so disgusted with himself for idolizing her. Right. You know, and and to come to find out that she's an overseer, and he just despises overseers. Wasn't so. happy at all. He was not. No, not at all. And she had a, a really nice house, by the way. Well, I would hope so. She's a like a you know Nobel Prize winner. Yeah, but I mean, oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. Share the wealth, lady. <laughs> yeah. But see, I didn't even see. I but that's a good thing because I didn't notice. I didn't see the markings on her wrist. I wasn't looking no, for it. I, I wasn't looking for them. But yeah, but you know, but she had. I think there were bracelets or something on her wrist. Oh, that, good call. Kind of hit them. Maybe. Um, yeah, I'd we'll love to go back when we rewatch it and look for bracelets. Because I was now caught me off guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. But see, that's how that's so cool because that's how entrenched you are with the story, and how and you're so focused on you know. Oh, this lady, she cured diabetes. She's, she's so this good. And, that. And, yeah. and George is like, oh my gosh. And Matt's like, don't gush so much over her. Yeah, and you yeah. find out, holy shit, she's bad. I mean, <laughs> bad people. Yeah, she's number bad. two. As you know, bad that's you, yeah. bad. As bad as you can get. <laughs> she's um, terrible. Yeah. And then we uh, they investigate, or we have uh, another scene with Kathy talking to uh, George about the little girl yeah. in the hospital scene. Oh. Where we find out that... First uh, mind blow. Yeah. That... Um, she's actually 30. Yes. She's a woman. Young woman. Young woman. She's 30 years old. I'm going... <gasps> yeah. First, first... <laughs> in my head. I'm like, <laughs> she's not a child. Well, what else is there, Kathy? Yeah. And then there's another scene where Kathy's with the giant. And she finds out that he has one heart. And their tissues are identical. And so George is like, are they twins or Matt? Who's with her? Is it Matt or George? It was George. George, yeah. The you know she's like, well, they're twins, and she's like, no, they're actually they're one being. They're one being that were split into two. An experiment was done on them to you know have like the muscle, the brain, the brains, and, and the, the brawn. Brawn, yep, that's what. Yeah, exactly and they what split them. So the brawn obviously went to the giant, and all the brains went to the, the little, little girl, young woman, lady, woman, whatever you want to call her. Um. And really we, weird. Yeah, and they and they brought up the whole topic, you know, that the giant doesn't talk unless the little girl is with him, holding, touching her hand him, because she's the one that controls their minds and can communicate for them. You know, he, she can't walk, so you have the brawn who carries her everywhere. Yeah, and they were dying, and they were dying because they, they were dying because they're separated. So yeah. they, they were dying. Yeah, and it was. Just, I mean, that was just. I was like, wow. Yeah, it was a really. It was, it was cool. It, it was cool. It was stuff that. I remember watching this for the first time, just being um, like Michael. Dude, my mind was just blown. It was just you're getting all this information, and you're like, I have not. I would have never guessed that they're one being. They're one Tintinese that was physically somehow split into two. Well, that's what beings. that section, Se- the special section, special section yeah. of the ship. They do the experiments, yeah, and, and they Chob rock and yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, the sot, <laughs> the sot. I like bitch instead. I could do that one. All right, we're to, yeah. We'll so, <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, 
Uh, so they're, they're getting close. They're, they're starting to yeah, they're starting unravel to, things. Yes. And, and they're in this. They're driving somewhere and they're talking and some guy pulls up next to him and says, Hey, I can't yeah, find Prairie find Street. This. Where's yes. Prairie Street? Hey, guys. Seems to be a lot of streets in this town called Prairie. Looking for the 9400 yeah. block. Uh, uh. Out. They get... They Matt get, gets zapped in the neck. Yeah, Matt gets knocked out. George gets taken. They both get taken, actually. Right. Next thing you know, George is in some sort of hotel room or an office somewhere. And uh, Robert Benson, who's we find out is the man in charge yep. of this whole thing. He's an CIA, ex-CIA guy. Yes, yes. Turned personal contractor. Yes. Yep. So the government is kind of involved, and we'll get more into how they're involved. But they're not really involved with this currently. So if NSA is listening, uh, we're not bad. We're not accusing you. anybody. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Just to let you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, but, but this is like a really this guy is he's so cool and calm, and he's sitting there threatening George's family. He's well, saying he's, just... he's saying, well, Susan, you know, she's in the eighth floor corner office. It's kind of you know tough of RPG would hit that. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, you and know, about and Emily's routine is very typical. We can you know. We know where she's at, and that's not. And, and, and your master and... cylinder can have a bomb attached to it with a timer. <laughs> and we're like, holy. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, he's threatening everyone in George's family, and George is petrified. Pretty much telling you know George, get drop away, it, drop it, drop this case. Everything you need. Uh, yeah, forget about your it. Your life's gonna be fine, and you'll be fine, and Matt will be fine. But if, if you don't, yes, I'm gonna kill all these all people, the, everybody and, you love. Yep. And so next thing we know, we see the car in a field. And Matt and George are in it, and they get out, and Matt, uh, George recounts what happened, because uh, Matt, we never saw him, so we assume he just and was... George is petrified. He is, yeah, he says, I'm, he's, uh, I guess he's never felt this scared before in his But life. what the cool thing is, I like what Matt said, he goes, well, you got him nervous, too. For him to come after you... Well, that's true. You got this guy nervous, like, oh, you're getting yeah, close to me. he's doing this much of yeah, a threat, they're you're closer getting, than You're ever. getting closer than you think, yeah. yeah so I, I thought it was kind of neat, yeah. too, on Matt. George. George. Come on now. Talk to me, man. George? Huh? George? Okay, man. Matt, we're all right. You're all right, George. We're both all right. Oh, man. Last thing I remember, I was, I was playing Mr. Auto Club, then the lights went out. We still got our guns. The car isn't stripped. I was taken away. I don't know where. A, a private home. Very expensive, I think. And there was a man. Benson. Benson, I think. He told me to drop the case, forget everything I know. Did he hurt you, George? No. Oh. But he made me afraid. As afraid as I've ever been in my life. As helpless as I've ever felt. He knows everything. Susan and Buck and, and Vesna and, and Emily. Where they go, what they do. Yeah. He told me that if I didn't do what he said, that they would be killed. But Matt, if if I do what they want, I might as well give up my badge. All this muscle from people who know how to use it. The other side, they're playing for big stakes, but George, my guess is they're as scared as you are. Matt, that won't keep my family alive. Yeah, and then the next scene we see Matt on the phone and he's like 
you know, it's all this code stuff. You have no idea what's going on. He's collecting guns, and you think, okay, well, they're going to go after this guy, obviously. But then he's calling, and, you know, he's calling certain officers. Favors. We and... come come to find out, he called in, like, 30 police officers or more. Maybe more than that. <laughs> and they're all off-duty, and they're all there to protect George's Fully family. armed. Oh, a fully armed. Fully armed. Yeah, the road is blocked off. I mean, yeah. It's cool, because George comes home, and then an officer comes up to the car, and Zabetta goes... Nope, that, that's, that's George, that's George Francisco. Francisco. And the officer goes, welcome home, Mr. Francisco. Yeah. And there's like, like, it was just cool, man. Because you're like, George, at first I thought, oh my God, they got to the family and there's yeah. a crime scene. All of a sudden you're like, holy shit. There's 50 cops fully armed with gear and they're, they're yeah. there to protect. And like, like, there's no color, no creed, no Nothing. alien, no human. It's a yeah. cop protecting a fellow cop. Yes. Yeah. They're 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 calling in favor. Everybody loves George and Matt. And that's what they're and there that's why do. they're there. They're there to help, to which take, is fantastic. Protect his family. No, I mean we don't find out. We find out later that they weren't being paid. They're all off duty because Brian gets there with the stupid FBI that's, agent. Yeah, well, you know. But we'll talk um, about that. But yeah, so uh, you know, you go in there and the, you know they're showing two cop women talking about Vesna in the cocoon, saying how they would love to have the terrible, terrible twos, twos and have their and kid that, in there, and her and, husband in there. Yeah, Terbusha, huh? Ah, oh, for '86, the terrible twos are party training. I'd go for it. Fact, I'd like to see my ex-husband in one permanently. Like, Which was kind of funny. And then you have uh, Emily. You have Emily. <laughs> you have Emily feeding donuts to a cop. A really cute. Human cop. Oh, yeah, good-looking cop. I would offer you some sour milk, but I know you're on duty. Yeah, that she's obviously flirting with, and he's flirting back. And then you have a great scene with uh, Buck and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, where, you know, Matt's like, what did I do to you other than being human? And he's Buck like, says, that's it. That's it. Well, that and going after Kathy. But, yeah, know. but like I said, being human, that was yep, it. that was it. Buck, the other day, what did I do wrong other than being human? Well, that was it, actually. <laughs> Being a human? And hitting on Kathy. Ready to bag a newcomer, huh? Hey, I care about Kathy. is isn't just about sex, honest. She's better than that. Yes, she is. Do you understand the consequences? What do you mean? If there is such thing as a hybrid, it could mean the extinction of my species. Matt, that would be a great tragedy. But then Buck, you can see again, a little remorseful, going like, "Thank you, you know." For oh no, no, no he didn't. Yes, he, that's why I was. He, yeah, that's yeah. why I was going that. Yeah, he, I mean, you can go. No, go can. ahead, man. But, I mean, that's where you know it was nice to see that little bit that he realized, you know, all these people are here to to help George and his family. Newcomer human. That's it. They're they're yeah. not being paid. They're they're all taking their own time, risking their own lives. Because this person could just do a rocket launcher into the house yeah. and blow up every, you know, how whoever's around there. But they're all risking their lives to to save his family. Buck, thank you for all this, Matt. Oh, no big deal. Everybody likes your dad. You set it up. Any techies can't count on a human that way. He'd be there for them too. George is a hell of a cop. That's all they see. Maybe. Um, and I think he appreciated it and realized, you know, maybe I shouldn't be. Yeah, but um, he's 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 he's. I mean, he gets emotional over it. He's upset because he's afraid that with humans and Tinkinese mix, there'll be a new breed of species, which there will be. There'll be a combination hybrid, but he's afraid that Tinkinese for some reason will die out. 
And I don't think that would ever happen because I think if Tanktonese, Tanktonese are still going to mate with Tanktonese and make more Tanktonese. That's true. Humans are going to still have babies with humans and have more humans. And then there'll be a third species, a hybrid of the two. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, I, 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 his whole theory was that the Tanktonese, and he said that would be very sad. Well, he's afraid they're going to be He's very stupid. into his culture. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's very into his culture. He feels like, yeah, it, two people, human, Tanktonese having a baby is a, is a retrograde of their... You know, intellect yeah, and strength de- and degressing. He's really into Tanktonese, and he's always been that way. He's at least he's a consistent character, right? Uh, even though he has regressed from, you know, being free loving and going, you know, well, attaching he, himself to his teacher. He did. They say he did like a human. He did yeah, he did. Teacher, yeah, so. he did. So. What a <laughs> jerk! God, I don't like him anymore. He's a kid. No, he's not. He's twenty. Yeah, well, still he's a kid. not a kid. Oh, come on, dude. A kid's twelve. Okay. <laughs> I have kids. He's an adult. He's twenty year old. So man. we have um, Jesus. You know, during this during this whole episode, they've been trying to look up stuff, search stuff, and it's all been classified. So they couldn't get into any of it. So they wound up going to a. I'm assuming it's a CIA, some type of executive office. Yeah, a CIA executive place. Bomb threat, bomb, which is hilarious because <laughs> it's just them. They're like, oh, we got here before the truck. Yeah, one shield, they got there before the truck, and they're going to go disarm this bomb. Yeah, so they go up to, like, the fifth floor, they jump on the computer, and that's when they're accessing. And then they find out about uh, something called, um, was it Opsil? Op- it's O-P-S-I-L, yeah. um, which is Operation Silence, we come to find out. This is the company or the operation that's running this entire thing. Um, but it's also classified. This is where they use Travoli's, like... Um, resources from her money because I think she that's her building and stuff that's her mm. that's her facility if I recall that's I think I believe that's her facility so she, you know that's so she was a big part of the scene yeah, even, yeah, though yeah. She, even though she I mean yeah she's the number two but that was her facility I think from doing all the good on earth if I recall if yeah I remember that, yeah so. so um so yeah so um we find out you know the corporation but they still that's even classified they right. couldn't even get into that. But then they realize emails, and they find another way to get around. Loopholes. Yeah, they find out you know, that there's a facility out in like Barstow area. Which desert. looks so familiar. It looks like Vasquez Rocks yes. is right one there. Of the, one of the shots looks like Vasquez Rocks. Yeah, and then right behind it. So I asked Ken, and he's hiked that a thousand times. He's like, I don't remember seeing any base there. So. <laughs> Must be a TV movie, I guess. Yes, the magic of TV. <laughs> um, so we get to the facility. And yeah, ready. And the, the funny part is, I go, once you bring like an arsenal, you bring George, Matt, two guns, Kathy, and the giant and the and the and the young woman. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, the giant was there because he was searching, which was good because they didn't. They, were, get... they weren't sure where it was, so they were kind of. He was kind of sensing her, and he was kind of directing, and that's when they went over the ridge and right. saw the facility. And they drop, and you know, he, uh, they're following him, and he's returning the way he escaped. He pulls off this plywood. Uh, board that was covering the big hole. He needs he made. to get to her. He needs to get to her. They get to her. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the whole. I mean, but it was a, a hush hush thing. I mean, they were already going. Well, that's against, right. Well, again, they were suspended. I think they were so. They, they were broke suspended. so many rules. They were fired, suspended. The whole whatever. FBI was after them, and yeah, yeah, Brian was upset, and I mean, it was all bad. Um, but yeah, was, but they go into the facility. They find the little girl, woman. I'm going to call her a little girl because she looked like a little girl. And in the meantime, Benson's doing a test for, it seems like, government officials. Yes, yeah. So that was kind of... A little like, sketchy there. Yeah, a little sketchy. I'm like, all right, ex-CIA yeah. guy. Yeah. 
You know, you know. Again, hope NSA is not recording. But you know, they want the one up on the person. You know, so yes. they have this super weapon, and they're getting ready to test it. Yep, for the for our for, government. For our government. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, here. but that happens all the time. I and mean, the government Area 51 does, people does buy things like that. <laughs> um, and then so they find the girl. She dies, but then the giant touches her, and either she comes back to life because they're together again. Right. They're happy, and he's talking. Or he's talking through her. Thank you. Um, yeah, and Tectony. And so, oh, well, the really cool thing is that when they get to where the little girl is being held, George looks down at the panel. He says it can't be, and Kathy's like, "It's impossible." And you're like, "Well, what's impossible? What are they talking about?" And George does the little thing thingy, but mobs oh, on the button, yeah. and it opens up, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's section. It's a special section from the actual the ship. ship. Yeah, it's the actual ship." And she's like, "They they told us none of this survived." Made it. None and of the it, whole thing was intact. The whole there were corridors. There was a little transporter thing. A little the whole park. special section. Everything was still there. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That, I agree. That it was, was really, really cool. cool. When they were running down the alien ship, I'm like, I can just imagine Matt thinking, "Oh my god, I'm actually aboard I'm on an alien vessel." The alien right vessel. Now. Yep. Yeah, at least it's on the ground, but it's still it's there. there. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, obviously, they're found out, and people are coming to. So they're running for their lives, and um, they don't know where they're going. No, they're just, and Matt's like, I don't care. Just go. We got to go forward. And he says it again. He says, I still don't care. <laughs> we just got to go gotta forward. Keep going. Can't Wherever go that we're going. way. <laughs> um, and so, you know, they wind up getting away. But George is like, I have to stop them because this weapon is like four times worse than oh, a nuclear. times. Yeah, it was bad. Than was, a, the nuclear and in the hands of humans, because humans are horrible, he knew it would be disastrous. So we had to destroy it. So he had to destroy it. Um, so he runs off. To uh, confront as they're getting ready to do the countdown. They're yes, doing a countdown. yeah, they're all like so. There's some holographic of the, the the machine. Yeah, obviously it's in another room. Room, right? And they and Benson's like, "Who's that?" Yeah, you know, and it's George, and he throws a little uh, detonation bomb in that sucker. Yep, kabooey, <laughs> and it blows up, which causes a feedback in the entire system, and the whole thing is going to implode on it on yep. itself. They and, have like two minutes to get out, or five minutes, or yeah. whatever it is. So the the tank and are out of there. And Benson is trying to, you know, stop, 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 you know, get control. And they're like, we're out of here. We're not going to do anything. So they're all running out of the building because it's going to implode on itself. And he's trying to get control of this thing. And he's trying to get control of it. And then George shows up in the doorway and he says, Benson, you know, and it's, it is the human Benson. And he shoots him and he goes down. And I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad because Benson had a gun in his back. And I'm like, George, come on. You know he's going to grab for a gun. And he pulled the gun. He pulled the gun. George shot him in self-defense. He goes down. He runs over to him. Wait for it. Wait for it, Ken. <laughs> this is where it even got you. Go wait for it. Wait. Okay, now. <laughs> he goes down to touch his Go uh, ahead. pulse to see if he's dead, and his eyes pop open. Scared the crap out of me. Boom. <laughs> Another mind blow. Boom. <laughs> and he's like, that's impossible. You're human. And he said, well, no, he said something like, I shot you through the heart or something. He said, well, not if I'm not human. You have two hearts. Yes. It's, Come to find out. It's... Comes out, he's a newcomer, and he's... Too bad Vison disobeyed orders, didn't destroy her work. She was my best surgeon, as you've doubtless noticed. By seeing my new face. Your book. Vincent served his purpose, his likeness now serves mine. It's Charbrock! <laughs> it's Charbrock! <laughs> Charbrock, and he has the disguise of a human. Boom! Yeah. Totally, I had, I totally forgot it's that whole thing. <laughs> I was completely blown away. I had no idea. So come to find out, 
Benson was in the CIA back in the day, and when he supposedly retired in 93, yeah. when they did all this interrogation of these overseers, Chabrock killed, killed him, him and took, on and his took over his identity. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah. And Michael even noticed because his, uh, his shirt gets ripped, and he had the spots going down his back. <laughs> even though he has hair and ears, <laughs> I'm assuming... <laughs> Simi gets plastic surgery. Oh, oh, oh. It was amazing, people. It, it was blew good. me away, man. It I mean, good. oh my gosh. Yeah. But see, and then, then again, once that happened, I'm going. But wait a minute. <laughs> when the guy came in to grab all the evidence for the whole little girl and everything that yeah. they were working on, was he part of Benson's crew or was he the government? That was the FBI. Like, yeah. What is it? Yeah, we weren't sure. Yeah, because I was like, is the government really involved in this? That's my point. But then we find out that the government did was involved. They took all of the overseer scientists. They didn't care what they were. They didn't care if they were overseers or just regular tank the knees. Just their they science. took all the scientists, killed technically, killed them, killed them, but gave them new identities and let them and let them do all these, you know, advanced new weapons. For us. New, right. Yes, so they made them work for us. And even if they knew about this guy Benson and what he was doing, they couldn't say anything because then it would show that the CIA or FBI yeah. knew about, about this all along, that they're the ones that actually and freed these people. That wouldn't fly too well. So. Yeah. so it was just, I was like, okay, so the government is involved, but it's not really involved. And It was awesome! <laughs> no, I, I think both Michael and I, I swear to God, we would have stood and cheered I was, yeah. at the end because it was just... I think I even clapped. I was, was cool. I was just, yeah, I, my mind was blown. I mean, I still, I'm still, it's still crazy. It was so cool. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is probably my favorite episode. <laughs> I was waiting for that because I was going to say, wait a minute, oh my God, this is better than 15 to Wanda. This is. Oh, that's not, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, okay, 15 to Wanda is great. But I'm just saying, oh my God. It was good. It was just really well done and. I, and I there's was, still more. It sucked me. Oh, yeah. You still got three more TV movies. No, I mean, there's still more in oh, this episode. Oh, still more episodes. Yeah, there is still more in this episode. But, but this, that was just one climactic. Well, yeah, that was the end of that. And then they had shoot. to conclude the whole Sykes and Kathy thing. That's right. Um, you know, Matt realizes he's being an idiot. He's realized, you know, after talking to Buck and he's realizing, okay, well... I have to put in effort because he lied to Kathy and said his back was hurting. He just wants to. Have he didn't want to. Yes, he. That's why he, he's like, let's just try again. You know, you can have some sour milk and I have some wine. some wine. Okay, you have a lot, a lot of sour, of sour milk, milk and I have a lot, a lot of, of wine. wine. You know, and he just wants to have sex. And he doesn't realize that it's not that simple with Tank Denise. So he, you know, in the towards the end, he agrees to go back to his, to class. class with him, and then. The final scene of the actual, well, two final scenes, is the first one says three months later, and we're at some sort of graduation. Debbie Degner and Philip Dirt. Debbie And Matthew Sykes. Matthew, Matthew, congratulations. Oh, I'm so happy. If I ever graduate from the sex class, just put two in the back of my head now, okay? That's not. What's funny is that Albert is there and. and oh, taking George pictures and yeah. like cameras. I go, dude, really? Yeah. Just, just end it right here, guys. That's, if I have to do So they, they graduated, and then the, the final scene is a pretty long. 
sex scene between Kathy and Matt. Oh, yeah, pretty intense. I mean, it's, it ran for probably a good five, six minutes. But I almost kind of got shy and kind of like turned away. <laughs> I'm going, okay, you guys done yet? Are it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty. Um, but that's how the that's how the episode ended with yeah. them having sex. And of course, I'm cheering in the background because I always wanted those hey! two to get together. See, and I've never seen that. Yeah, part of the relationship. You never realized progress. that it went that far, right? Yeah, so cool. it was a yeah, it was a it was a really cool kind of again like the other TV movie. It kind of ended sweetly with. Uh, with May and Albert getting married, oh, yeah, and then cool. Kathy and George coming together at the very end. This one ends with everyone surviving the explosion. You know, the place implodes and everyone survives except for the Benson. Oh yeah, and the whole place is gone. I mean, yeah, it's it all gone. imploded on itself. There's nothing left. And then at the end, we get this nice little Kathy Matt scene again. This time, them having sex. So yes. this is kind of a duplicate conclusion. But it was cool. One. It was very good. And yeah. to touch base real quick on what my brother was talking about earlier about when Captain uh, Grazer and the FBI guy went to the house. Yes. And um, it's funny because she's all, Zepeda, you're going to be yeah, You're going to be fired. Yeah. You know, you know. And she's all, this is a private residence. Yeah. You know, we're this is a private this, party. This is our off time. This is a private party. Zepeda, are you listening to this man? We want Francisco and the giant. They're not here. This is a private party. You're going to have to leave. Call off that dog. Zepeda, you're going to be so fired it isn't funny. Captain, I'm here on my own time. We all are. Fine. I can get a search warrant. Get it. I'll give you a tour. Oh, hey, listen. You want to take a pizza order? <sighs> and you can see Grazer's like, okay. And the FBI guy's like, we're going to get a search warrant. You go do that. And you want to I'll give you a private you wanna, tour. Yeah, I'll give you a private tour. You want to take a pizza order, too? So it's just so cool. <laughs> to see them even step up against yeah. authority when you know they were the, you know the big bad FBI and your yep. captain come by, and they're like, "No, this is a private party. We're not working. we're off we're off hours. Yeah. So what if we have some guns in there? You know." But, <laughs> and the cool thing is too, I for, we forgot to talk about it is that um, Benson Benson quotation marks <laughs> sent a hitman to go oh, kill yeah. him. Yeah, to kill to go kill off George's family, and it's awesome because he's a cop of yeah, some sort of sheriff, some or sheriff or something. Or something. He pulls up and officer comes and goes, are we lost? Are we lost? The guy just looks and goes, shakes his head, nope, and just backs up. So it was cool. So it worked. Yeah, so it worked. It actually it worked. It actually worked, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Some good stuff. Uh, let's see. I'm going to look at my notes really quick before we conclude this. Oh, I wanted to mention, I love the fact that Matt has a picture of Kathy on his desk. I saw that. Michael pointed it right out to I me. Right when I saw that, man. Yep. It's very prominent. So that was very, very cool. Uh, it just kind of shows that they are. Oh, I didn't even talk about the at the very end after Kathy and we got the very end. Yeah, after Kathy and Matt uh, make love because they didn't have sex. Uh, we have Matt and Kathy, and you know they're embracing each other. I'm um, assuming they just finished having sex, and Matt says, "I love you." Kathy, I love you. Oh my. God. Oh yeah, that's the last line of the episode, right? And you know what? I'm going. I'm. I'm waiting. I'm looking at the screen, sitting there, waiting for <laughs> Kathy to like say, "I love you too." No, <laughs> bitch, didn't happen. Okay, because Matt is is opening his heart finally because he's so you know, and he goes, "Kathy, I love you," and you can see her, and she's like, has a smirk too. Like, I was waiting. You know, say <laughs> I know or say thank you. You know, she didn't. Ready, bitch! I said it again. Yeah, we're done. That oh. yeah, bothered me so much. Oh, see, you just bring this whole podcast down. Yeah, I did. I'm high. sorry. I was. I was. Now I'm bummed out, man. <laughs> Gosh. 
we're done with Body and Soul, the second TV movie. What would you rate it overall? Oh my One gosh, to ten. that's like a nine point seven. Ooh, very good. I'd, Highest, pro- I think I'd, I'd ever... probably give it an eight point five. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely top of my list. Nine point eight second part, like a <laughs> nine point four in the first part is where I got my nine point seven. There you go. It was really good, man. Yeah, it was really good. Can't wait for the next one. Oh man, it's, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is great. Like I said, you got to remember this. This came out in '95. You're talking 19 years ago, and I'm so excited still. I mean, I was so excited. Oh, me too. I mean, the anticipation. I watched so all these because cool, I didn't have to wait like a week or wait for commercial. Oh, it was just so you. Yes, I had to wait like years in between each TV movie. But it was so neat. Just to, I mean. I, I, again, we talk about this and we beat it like a dead horse. I don't know if it's a good reference. But you can play these today. Yeah. And, and it's going to be relevant and it's going to be up to date. It's going to be All the topics, hip, yeah. Everybody would like this show. Yeah. I'm just telling you. So I just spread wish more this people, word, man. I wish more people would uh, yeah. would watch it now. Buy, yeah. buy the DVD it's and watch just it. A, yeah, buy it. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I highly recommend it if you have not seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, can't wait to talk about the next one in another month. They can't just drop the case. Well, of course they can. They are. National security in my ass. It's file and forget time. I suspect so. I found Benson in an old newspaper, probably before they put the pot on. Lid on, George. Benson was CIA, in charge of overseer scientists. No further references to him. The government issued a report about six months later. All known surviving overseer war criminals charged and convicted by a human newcomer tribunal. Life sentences. No mention of Chorbok and his butchers in a special section? No. Officially, I guess we haven't much choice. Unofficial. All right, time for some behind the scenes. As I mentioned in our last podcast for this episode, there weren't a ton. Uh, we have two more for this section. Uh, I will start us off. Body and Soul was nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Makeup in a Miniseries or Special. Unfortunately, the Emmy went to Kishner and Nixon. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bummer. At least you were nominated. That's good. That, yeah. It was good. I'm telling yeah. you, they did all around a great job on that. Well, we did find a mistake in this, and my brother pointed this out. The shot of the helicopter flying over downtown L.A. with Sykes and Francisco is reversed. The bank name on the skyscraper and the helicopter's registration numbers are clearly backwards. Yep. Which is unusual because normally, I mean, I, they do do that. You know, they'll flip. You can flip a on ambulance. I've seen that on ambulance. It's spelled backwards. Well, no, ambulance is. I'm just saying, but yes. on your rearview mirror, so you can see it and it says it correctly. Yes, but I'm talking about for TV movie purposes, you can flip a shot. Oh, if there's no writing, because when there's writing, you can obviously see it. Right. And normally they'll flip a shot if, like, you know, they actually film the wrong way and they need the helicopter to go another direction. But this one was really there was no purpose. We only saw the one shot of the helicopter flying one direction. Right. And it really didn't look like it was a purposeful direction. Like, there was oh, no yeah, reason no, right. it could have flown the, the other, other way. way. Right. But well, maybe they reason, want to look like they're going to Barstow, because that's where they're going. I mean, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, they crap, obviously we, flipped it for a we reason. We were going south, we should have went north or You something. have to actually put effort in when you're editing it to right. flip it. So they did it for a reason. I just don't know what the reason was. But uh, still very cool. Yeah, well, that's neat. Yeah. My partner. What happens to him and to you eventually depends upon how well you listen and understand. A good beginning. You want to pay strict heed to the orders of your superiors, Detective. Despite your overwhelming urge to investigate the Dextra homicides, you should do nothing further. The child, your large companion, will soon be 
The responsibility of another authority. You will get on with your life, your work, your wonderful family. Your anger, your frustration will, in time, pass. You're a fine officer. And I suspect an excellent card player. Surely you have an appreciation of odds, probabilities, when to hold them and when to fold them, as we say around the poker table. Susan's eighth-floor corner office, a bit small for her growing responsibilities, by the way, is a particularly vulnerable location. Buck, a passionate lad, is random, impulsive, out every day. Emily, her routine is so predictable, so full of life and hope and little Vesta. Who knows what wonders await one so well-nurtured? It can be as simple to execute as your appearance here, as crude as a rocket launcher, as insidious as a master cylinder, which is programmed to detonate upon command. You've made your point, Mr. Benson. A man of sensibilities, once his heart is touched, loses all traces of habit to guide his actions. And how can he follow a path he's forgotten all about? Stendhal. Sensible and well-read. I know you make the right decision, Detective. Well, we found one name. Yes, we did. Uh, who was it? It was Walt Whitman. Yes, Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman was an American poet, essayist, and journalist. A humanist, he was part of the transition between transcendentalism. Wow, that's, dude, that was awesome. That's a tongue, a tongue twister there, <laughs> and realism, incorporating both views in his work. Well, that was really good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Ooh, we got one. We were pulled from the case. The government was coming for him, trying to get the child. Matt and I thought that... Matt doesn't think at all listening to him could cost you your job and put you in a jail cell. Don't give up on him, Kathy. I'll put everyone I hold dear in his hands. He has only one heart, George. Like the child. She's not a child. Her DNA was very peculiar, so I ran a femur x-ray. She's a 30-year-old woman. What? The girl is 30 years old. Then she would have been on the ship. But what about her development? I ran a cell comp on both the child and the giant. I, I re-ran the test. I couldn't believe it myself. What? Believe what? They're twins, George. Identical twins. Well, they can't be twins, let alone identical. But genetically identical. They are two halves of the same organism. Opera's visions. You must both be from special section. Your books, Mark. Tivoli's daughter said that they were trying to create pure intellect. Tivoli must have been carrying on Chorbuck's experiments, trying to separate one being into two. The child must be the other half of Tivoli's experiment. The ultimate brain and the ultimate slave. He didn't speak until he was holding her hand yesterday. She thinks for him, he moves for her, each incomplete without the other. And the tragedy is they're both failing. They're dying, George. I think it's because they're apart. It's like Albert said, they need each other. 
They are each other. They share the same soul. I'm going to get him stabilized, and then I am going to bring her here. I have got to get them together. Yes. I've got to make sure my family is safe. You can find this all over the internet. You can find this on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Alienation Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Alienation Cast. You can follow me personally at Master Jedi 1975. Or you can follow me personally at Geeky Fanboy. We are now on Stitcher Radio. You can download the app on any mobile device and listen to us anytime. And we always love getting reviews on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, type in Alien Nation Podcast, and we would love if you give us a five-star review. You can download the podcast, you can listen to the podcast, or just read show notes at alienationpodcast.com. We love getting feedback from you guys. If you want to send any comments about an episode, about a podcast, anything at all, you can send those to alienationpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Loved Two it. thumbs up from both of us. We love this episode. Can't wait for the next one. Loved it. Yes. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Mike. But before we go, always remember, when the terrible twos hit, you could take a page out of the Tectonese parenting guide and throw them in a cocoon. Sounds good to me. God, I love it. <laughs> See ya. It's completely gone. There's nothing left standing. Cake, less, oat, fold, roast, spark. Let's not buy repas, Freika. The film no more plates, so. George. You can't take them back. We can clear him of the Jones murder. But after we blow the whistle on Opsal, who's going to decide what to do with him? The same people that allowed this to happen in the first place. Na lu ik o oa. There's nothing out there but wilderness. Two lists. Ke Chuta Tesyan. Daki Vot. Ovre. Ovre. See ya. give them much of a chance the spirits of those who perished they give them a chance hi this is chris and this is rick and we're the hosts of the ragtag fugitive podcast we're celebrating the original battlestar galactica series and we're doing that by uh watching an episode in total and commenting on it as it runs and you know what's really fun about it is we're attempting to bring guest hosts in with us so that we can talk kind of like that mystery science theater kind of thing and we sometimes we make a little fun of the episode and sometimes we talk about how cool it is so you just never know what you're going to get when you listen yes so come and join us we're on itunes you can find us by searching for ragtag fugitive podcast and we're on the stitcher radio network you also can visit our cool website and make comments and have fun looking around in the officer's lounge and all that jazz by going to Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. 
Warrior.com. You have our word as a warrior. Word as a warrior? Plank down your cubits and come on over. And let's play a game of Pyramid, the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. By your command. Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts Kenny, Simon, and Al discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. Alien Nation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. Along with your... Oh, shoot. Today we're discussing the second... Am am I supposed to do that? No, I do that. I always do that. All right, we have a few... When the Terrible Twos hit... Okay, okay. Go ahead, do it again. Mm Mm-hmm. When the Terrible Twos hit, you could take a... Go ahead. When the Terrible Twos hit, you can take a guide out of the Tectonese parenting. Take a page. Oh, God. Out of the Tectonese. <laughs> you can take a page out of Tectonese. I had a great... <laughs> Jesus. Can... 